Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls with their winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, telling the truth is controversial. Welcome to the Matt Buff Show. It's the big Halloween special. Check out thebuffshow.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And it is great to have you all with us. And check us out on Patriot Podcast Network on Roku TV, AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando. It's a spooky, scary world out there, but we love having you with us. Absolutely. I tell you what. Is it a safer America? Miss the good old days where there wasn't wars breaking out everywhere and a wide open border was wreaking havoc across the United States of America? Miss the days where you could unlock your door and go to sleep? Miss the days where people weren't just filming people breaking the law and cops not doing anything about it because they're ordered not to. And DAs, if the cops do something, they let them out anyway. Miss the days where we had a president who could think, a president who could stand on his own instead of being part of a well-orchestrated and well-produced event. He can't even sit down and talk to somebody without note cards. He can't even get off a stage without help. He can't even think without reading a teleprompter, and even that's a jumbled mess sometimes. I mean, what if uh, what if Trump and Biden actually had a discussion about what was going on in the world? What would that be like? There's a lot of folks out there. A lot of folks out there making some pretty bold predictions about how things would turn out. You might remember some of the predictions. They're coming for your guns. They're coming for your jobs. And they're coming for your freedom. They hate American energy, and Joe Biden will shut it all down. He's going to. Uh, that if, if I became president. Biden's elected. He will wipe out your energy industry. Another prediction that is my favorite one, I must add, is that if I got elected. Gas prices going five, six, seven dollars for a gallon. <laughs> flood your communities with criminal aliens, drugs and crime while they live behind beautiful gated compounds. They try to take away your guns, Second Amendment, they want to take it away, while they enjoy private security that's fully armed. I never understood that one. You spent trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, and defending foreign borders. So for all those predictions of doom and gloom six months in, here's where we stand. You want to use the word recession or depression? Think of the single mom <laughs> struggling to put food on the table each month. You know, it's, uh, it's sad. So if your primary concern right now is inflation. We could stop it in 30 minutes. When I took office. He finally went outside. He went to get an ice cream. Look, the bottom line is this. I say you're not doing a very good job. Because he can't take any questions now from the press. 
There he goes. No questions. So there you have it. That's if Biden and Trump did a joint press conference today. Everything Trump said about Biden came true, and it's just ridiculous. And now there's Joe Biden and the band of socialists and the band of communists sitting there funding every war imaginable. Ukraine, Israel, Hamas, Palestine, Taiwan, China, Iran. They're funding Iran, who funded Hamas. It's time to say goodbye to Palestine. There's no border between Israel and Palestine. There's just Israel. Everybody, all the liberals here say, let's bring them in. But no, 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 no. No Arab country wants them. Send those people to Iran. I'm not saying you have to kill them all. Just get them out of Israel and send them to Iran. And then we can have them all in one concentrated place right there. All the little terrorists who grow up to be big terrorists and all the evil empires that want to destroy the world, they all in one place right there. Muslim countries, I tell you what, they're back in the Stone Age. These guys are in the Stone Age, and they want everybody to convert. Gays for Palestine. Do you know what they would do to you if you were gay in Palestine or any other Muslim country? Oh, abortion, pro-choice for Palestine. Do you know they will chop your head off? <laughs> Liberals would be the first to go. That's the weird thing about it. And of course, the Christians and conservatives who oppose them would be the ones fighting them, the ones standing left. That would be the end of it. We still have this shooter, big pharma shooter is what we call them now. The big pharma shooter, uh, big pharma shooter in Maine. The psychotic people that get on these psychotic drugs and do psychotic things, like go to bowling alleys and shoot people. And they want to always blame the gun. They don't blame the psychotic behind the gun. But the the whole crime, the crime in this country is out of control. It's at a fever pitch with insanity. They're moving all the crazies to the front and having them appointed in positions. They have all these things happening, and everybody just has to sit there and take it. And if you don't like it, too bad. This is one scary world we're living in. Happy freaking Halloween. But there was some good news in the House. Mike Johnson gets elected speaker. He's more conservative than even Jim Jordan. He's more conservative than Scalise. He's a great American patriot, pro-life, pro-God, pro-gun. And even he knows the 2020 election was completely full of crap. And all like Jen and Ellis and all these people that are coming out and pleading guilty because they don't want to go to jail for the rest of their lives. What's happening is to protect their steel, the Democrats are arresting anyone they can that they think has something to say against their steel. I mean, people facing serious jail time because they said and they told the truth about the 2020 election. Uh, Bowman, though, the guy who pulled the fire alarm, he gets a pat on the pat on the wrist, and that's it. Off you go. Meanwhile, people from January 6th are still rotten in prison cells. What happened to the Palestinian invasion of our capital, where they overturned desks and tables? How come nobody's looking at that as a problem? It's just simply getting out of it's just simply getting out of control. But Mike Johnson is attacking problems at home already with this nightmare of a trans issue on kids and everything else, we finally have a Speaker of the House, but we have a good one. Listen to what he had to say about a queer doctor who is performing these surgeries on kids. 
queer surgeon, and he boasts about the shocking, fully experimental, irreversible, and life-altering invasive procedures that he and others are performing on children to surgically modify their genitals. I want everyone to hear this in his own words, not mine, and take special note of the frank admission that no one has published any studies on these shocking procedures, and they are, quote, as he says, just kind of learning and figuring out what works, unquote. Later in this video, uh, he admits to performing, quote, huge reconstructive surgery, rearranging anatomy, and then acknowledges that they know almost nothing about the outcomes for these children. And quote, he says, we'll know more in five to 10 years. And quote, it'll be fascinating to see how all these kids turn out. Wow. With unanimous consent, I will enter the link to this full video in the record of our hearing because everyone should watch it. It is absolutely nightmarish and surreal to hear the description of what these people are doing to the bodies of young children. Please play that clip and I will say viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, so they're about to play the clip from the queer doctor. So 80% or so of my practice is gender affirming surgery. Um, so I do gender facial chest surgery and genital yeah. surgery. Um, but the majority of my practice and sort of where my passion lies is really genital surgery cases. So I do a lot of vaginoplasty and a lot of phalloplasty. A lot of phalloplasty. I would just say they're expanding in either direction. <laughs> um, so yeah, a lot of adolescents um, presenting for surgical intervention, but also a lot of people that are like in their 70s sometimes coming in for genital surgery and then everything in between. The, and everything in between, including children, which he's about to talk about. This is not a Halloween costume. This is a very queer doctor that is doing very strange things to people who have very serious mental issues. Um, but the, the adolescents for sure present some unique challenges. Um, obviously, there's great evidence supporting pubertal suppression for a whole variety of benefits. Um, but the one thing that is very new is genital surgery in someone that has underwent pubertal suppression. Um, not so much an issue in um, someone with assigned female at birth anatomy that undergoes a phalloplasty because we're creating something. With All right, it just gets weirder from there, weirder and weirder from there. So that's what you have is a situation where a queer doctor like that, and that's what he called himself, the queer doctor, is performing these horrific surgeries on people with mental issues. That's where we are today. Also, we are in a place today where men are taking over everything again when it comes to beauty pageants, when it comes to magazines. Maxim's Top's uh, 50 Hottest Women featured this really ugly dude in a wig. We still have men out there beating up on women in sports. We still have all these things happening with... The, the the big trans movement, like remember the national trans shooter. They after the shooter was killed, people went out in support of her. Now we have a shooter in Maine, and people are out against the guns and wondering if it's a terrorist. We have a uh, situation in Palestine with the Palestinian terrorists, the Muslim terrorists, where people are excited that they're killing Jews. That's where we are in this very strange and scary world. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. So much more to come. You stay with oh, us. Oh, it's so soft and smooth. It's cool to the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took my pillow's patented bill 
and combine it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented my pillow to bring you the best pillow in history, my pillow 2.0. Because of all of you, my pillow 2.0 has been a huge success. And now we're bringing you our best selling go anywhere my pillows with the same temperature regulating technology. Made with my patented adjustable fill and brand new cooling fabric, they're truly the next generation of my pillow. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save over 60% on our MyPillow.0 four pack special. You'll get two my pillows and two go anywhere my pillows, regular $259.92, now only $99.98. King size, just $10 more. This is a limited time offer, so please order now. Don't forget to use promo code BUFF at MyPillow.com. Check it out today. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game, and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit optouttoday.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Map Off Show. Check out thebuffshow.com. Follow us on your favorite podcasting sites, including Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Pandora, and more. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And comment as well on all our platforms, including Getter, Rumble, Facebook, which was down yesterday for streaming. That was nice. But it's back up today. So good to see you guys out there on Facebook who is really trying to push the Matt Buff show down. We were talking in that last segment there about the um, queer doctor and the lack of masculinity in the country and dealing with crazies who think they need to get their genitals removed. And that's what he said, especially was getting your genitals removed. Well, in an entertainment world, in the world of politics, a lot of people seem to be missing their balls right now. Okay. That's what's, that's what seems to happen. We're, we're missing it all. Let's go over to Chris Skates on the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you, Chris. And uh, I tell you what, Chris is a author of Moonshine Over Georgia, a novel based on actual events, a former speechwriter and policy advisor for two administrations, a chemist for 30 years, and the author, author of four novels and over 300 articles and short stories. And he found time to come on to the show tonight. Great to see you, Chris. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. 
All right. I tell you what, we were going to talk about the speaker race. What do you think of Mike Johnson being elected? I, I was very surprised. He was the most conservative out of them all. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's an upgrade. I had a little bit of hope for Byron Donald coming in at the last minute, but uh, I'm I'm really satisfied with Johnson. And I got to hand it to Gates. I was on him pretty hard when he first did this. I thought his timing was bad, but uh, he got what he wanted. It's an upgrade, and I think it could move us in a positive direction. I would caution your listeners, though. Uh, and I talked to a couple of friends on Capitol Hill today. Um, he can't work miracles in two weeks. We got a lot of budget reg- resolution stuff on his plate right now. Um, and so he's he's going to just have to do the best he can initially. I think when we really need to wait and, and reserve judgment until next year, see what he does next year, the early session. Well, if he does nothing else but make line-by-line edits to the budget, no more CRs, that's a win right there. Yeah, We have to have committee hearings on bills, and we got to have votes on specific things. We can't. We got to stop lumping all this crap in together, and I think he's going to make that happen. He, he definitely said he would. He seems like a man of his word. I've enjoyed watching him all the years in the committee hearings. So yeah. if nothing else, right, stop funding wars and stop – and uh, stop CRs. That Those two things would be very big, very big. So what are your thoughts going forward? I mean, we got these wars around the country. It's a very scary time in America with the wide open border. And I played the clip of the queer doctor in the last segment. I mean, we're really losing our minds here. And that guy said his passion is, is removing genitals from people. I, I can't help but think of the, the uh, verses in Romans chapter one, thinking themselves wise, they became fools. Uh, the, I used to teach a class. Oh, gosh, this is probably 10 years ago. And I would teach my students. The left will always eventually devolve into the absurd. They must devolve into the absurd because their entire worldview is based on the absurdity of time plus matter plus chance and no creator and nothing after you die. So then that because they disconnect themselves from logic and reasonable thinking they they go off on all these tangents like removing your genitals which is really just another way to dehumanize people um you asked initially about the wars i'm very concerned because i'm convinced that entities like the world economic forum would like nothing better than a good world war three and get rid of about 35 40 percent of the population of course they wouldn't be included in that 35 to 40 percent I guess in their utopian mind, they'd all be immune from that. But I think they think the world is overpopulated. In fact, I know that from my time at DOE headquarters and some of the things I saw in some of the meetings I attended. And uh, they're, they think that there's a limited amount of resources and everything's a zero-sum game, and we need to have some people gone. Well, is that why the Biden regime is so hell-bent on funding these wards? Because if you fund a war, it'll keep going. And they've, they've funded everyone. They funded Hamas in Palestine. They funded Iran. They funded Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and China. I mean, they're, they want to fund them all. So when you fund these places and give them endless money without accountability, by the way, no accountability, that means you want it to keep going. I do. I think that the Biden administration is a wholly owned subsidiary of the WDEF and other globalist entities, perhaps communist China. Um, and and so, yeah, their loyalties are not at all with us. People keep trying to to uh, analyze what they're doing by. Well, I wonder why they're doing that really stupid counterproductive thing. They must know something we don't know. No, it's not that at all. 
their goals are not your goals. Their goals are not to strengthen the United States of America. Their goals are not to make America great again. They hate America being great. That's, That's hard right. for us to get our minds around. I think it was Bonhoeffer that said it's difficult for good people to wrap their minds around the evilness of evil. And so I think it's difficult for patriotic Americans on the right and conservatives like us sometimes, maybe not like us because we've kind of been in the trenches for a while, but for the average conservative to wrap their minds around the fact that we may actually have political leaders in this country that do not want what's best for the country. Don't like the country. Rush used to tell us that, what, 20 years ago? They hate America as founded. Yeah, that's right. And that's why Barack Obama said he wanted to radically transform. And then and during his third term, he's getting that done. We have a two-tier justice system. We have pastors being locked up for protesting abortion. We have gun safes being, being broken into because they're trying to confiscate people's weapons, of uh, people's uh, firearms that they don't like. We have a wide open border where those people are treated better than vets or uh, regular Americans that are suffering under the uh, complete band of socialism, which has caused inflation. And you got a former uh, president, Donald Trump, sitting in a courtroom today, and they want to lock him up and anybody else who tells the truth about 2020. I mean, if you were in, if you went into a coma 40 years ago and woke up today, you wouldn't even recognize this country. Yeah, you know, as we were talking and you were saying that, I, I referenced Rush all ago. Remember when Rush got so much heat for saying, I hope he fails? Yeah. Sadly, he didn't fail. He was marvelously successful at what his goals were or what he wanted to do. And you're right. Everything you just described is an outworking of things that he and the Clinton administration started. Talk about the book uh, Moonshine Over Georgia, because right now Georgia's in focus. There's the book. Chris is holding it up for our video viewers. But talk about like what's happening in Georgia compared to what's happening in your book. I mean, they want to lock up anybody who ever talked to Donald Trump over a simple questioning of a, a ballots and then outcome all these evidence of ballots that were manipulated. I mean, Georgia, who would have thought Georgia's a deep blue state? The only one in the South, by the way. Right. It's just a Fulton County is just a deep blue county, I think. It, it's really interesting in a parallel with my book. I don't cover this part of my grandfather's career. My, my grandfather is the protagonist in my book. He was a revenue officer for the state of Georgia. But in the sequel that I'm working on now, I'm going to talk about how his revenue career ended. He was a very successful law enforcement officer until he came up against Herman Talmadge, who was a Georgia politician that he, he and his father, Gene Talmadge, who was governor at the time, ruled Georgia with an iron fist. And my grandfather saw some corruption in that family and went public with it. And he lost that battle because back then the governor had the power to just fire a guy because he didn't like him standing against him. And that's kind of what we see in Fulton County now. We've got a corrupt DA. Corrupt is almost not strong enough a word. Uh, a DA that was placed there by the George Soros Foundation. Um and they're just making a mockery of the law. How they always seem to get a judge that goes along with it. I guess the judge was placed there years ago, too, for the time such as this. And it's really just hard to get your mind around that we're where we are in America. By the way, I heard a really good interview with uh, Sidney Powell's attorney on the way to the interview with you tonight. And she was saying in no way did Sidney flip on the president. That's not at all what her plea deal says. All she agreed to do is not 
claim the fifth. And she did that because she didn't want to go before a Fulton County jury because they knew no matter how flimsy the evidence was against Sidney Powell, she would be found guilty in front of a Fulton County jury because the jury system is also corrupted. Yeah, that's right. Do you think any president um, that's a Republican in a, in a Fulton County situation or in a New York situation or anybody associated with said president would get a fair shake in front of a jury in those districts? Are you kidding not. me? I do not. That should have been smooth. I made a comparison this afternoon talking to a friend of mine. I'm worried about the 2024 election. I don't think we've done enough about voter fraud. I, I said to him, I think if George Washington was reincarnated and he was the Republican nominee and the Democrat Party nominated a Halloween jack-o'-lantern, the jack-o'-lantern would be president of the United States. Yeah, that's right. That's what's depressing. I mean, the, the Democrats, they're emboldened by their mail-in ballot system. They fundraise off of that. And Republicans are torn between do we embrace that or do we try to go back to traditional? Well, that's just like you saw with the speaker vote. It's a split party right now. You got moderates versus conservatives. And thank God we had the Civil War so everybody could see it in the Republican Party there. That was a great thing. Yeah. But when it comes to elections, there's so many people feeling like, why does it even matter? Because they don't feel like their vote counts. And we've got an election coming up here in my home state of Kentucky in two weeks. And Daniel Cameron is the Republican nominee for governor, is a, a good friend of mine. Uh, I'm telling people, I hear you. I feel your pain. I'm sympathetic. But get your butt to the polls and vote. Yeah. In Kentucky, in, in the governor's race that I was a part of, uh, I served Matt Bevin for four years. Um, we only had 35% turnout in 2016, about 38% in 2019. So we can talk about stolen elections, but if we could get 50, 60% turnout, we could overcome the steal. And we can prove that too, because it happened for Yunkin in Virginia. Yes. The, the ballots came in late there, but the population turned out so overwhelmingly, it overwhelms the fraud. And to beat fraud, you have to turn out. That's it. That's you right. can't you can't discredit it. Or you can do like Arizona, just shut down the machines in the middle yeah. of the day. Yeah, broad daylight. But um, if you don't let them do that kind of stuff, if you turn out, you your voice will be heard and you can actually overcome the fraud. And we do have a supermajority in the legislature here. And we've got a good, solid secretary of state. So hopefully we'll have a clean election this time and Daniel will become governor. Yeah, that's what that's what we're hoping for, too. Um, and, and it starts with the governorship. Governor DeSantis has been great in Florida, Huckabee and in, in Arkansas, going out and kicking out the Chinese out of the farmland in Arkansas. Yeah, that was I mean, great. it starts on the local level in the grassroots. But 2024 is coming up for you. I know you've worked uh, as a policy advisor for two administrations in the past. What would what if they brought you back today? What would you say? <laughs> you know, I was an energy policy advisor and I was screaming from the rafters the whole time I was in government. One thing I can take pride in during my five years in the state and federal governments, I threw uppercuts every day. And one of the things I was screaming about was that we were placing our electrical grid in jeopardy with this idiotic renewable energy pursuit at the expense of our reliable, safe coal-fired power plants. Well, now that horse is out of the barn. My worst fears have come true. We've had blackouts in Texas of all places. We've had, of course, blackouts in California. We came very close to a big Midwestern blackout this past summer. 
your your listeners and viewers may not be aware of that because it didn't make the news, but I watched that stuff like a hawk. And we have completely self-inflicted these wounds on ourselves with uh, idiotic energy policy aimed at man, so-called man-caused catastrophic climate change, which doesn't exist. And so we've got to get sensible. If we're determined to get rid of CO2, which is a fool's errand, but it's going to be hard to push that back. We've at least got to build some good, safe nuclear plants around this country and have stability in our grid that doesn't rely on intermittent renewable. So that would be, if I get back into administration and I very well may, that will be my passion and my my mission is to get nuclear plants built so that we have good, stable electrical grid across this country. Yeah, very cool. I mean, they're they're rushing these electric cars and the the if if a 10% of the country had one, the grid would shut down completely. Right. And, and by the way, if I was king, instead of uh, a guy in administration, I would let us use our God-given natural resource of coal. We sit on the richest coal reserves in the world. I'm a subject matter expert in coal, and we should be using it. We, were, we had good, clean coal plants that were shut down that had 20, 30 years more life in them. It was like if you had a good, reliable pickup truck in your garage, and you weren't afraid to get in and go to California to New York, but you just threw it in the junkyard for no reason. That's what we did in this country to our coal fleet. And um, we need to we need to be using that resource too. all of the above energy should mean all of the above, not wind that's, and solar. That's right. Chris Gates, everybody, author of Moonshine Over Georgia, a novel based on a- actual events. And there's the book again. You can get it wherever books are sold, right, Chris? Yes, sir. Amazon. I've also got a great audio version on Audible and Spotify. Well, everybody check it out. And we'll put put the link on thebuffshow.com too. God bless you. Keep up the great work. And uh, thanks for joining us on the Halloween special because it's a scary world we're living in. Yes, sir, it is. Thank you. (laughs) You got it. All right, Chris Gates, everybody, check it out on thebuffshow.com. We'll be right back. A lot more to come. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. 
We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Cost of living is skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you with us. Check out thebuffshow.com and make sure you follow all the past interviews. All the past guests are on there with their interviews and links to their books and bios and everything. And another place you can see on there is the Freedom Foundation, mattbuffshow.com slash Foundation. All the past interviews on there as well. And it's a great segment each and every week because the news is constantly breaking. Let's go over to Maddie Dermott on the on the Matt Buff Show from FreedomFoundation.com and OptOutToday.com. Maddie, great to have you. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's always good to have you back. I mean, the chaos is just erupting everywhere. And one thing we haven't talked about tonight is the Hamas protest from the classrooms and the teachers that back it. I mean, um, it's no wonder we see college students who have been indoctrinated in teacher union policies on high schools and college campuses, including the pro-Hamas, anti-Israel demonstrations that make Many Jewish kids not only feel unsafe to go to class, but they've been attacked because they're celebrating what's happening to the Jewish people. And this comes from the indoctrination of the union leadership. You make a great point, Matt. And well, at this point, like you said, we're all aware of the ongoing conflict between Israel and Hamas and and unions haven't been quiet on the subject either. We've seen statements from all of the major public sector unions about the conflict, but only a select few actually condemn the terror that Hamas is inflicting in the region. I'm sure you've also seen, like we talked about, the uproar of anti-Israel, pro-Hamas rhetoric throughout our college campuses. And knowing as we do that the the NEA and AFT have such an ideological chokehold on public education these days, I think you can absolutely make the argument that these protests are, at least in part, a consequence of the left-wing indoctrination going on in our public education system. No, it's exactly right. Meanwhile, they want them out protesting for abortion, protesting for Hamas, protesting for Black Lives Matter organizations and protesting for all kinds of social issues. But it turns out the math and reading test scores for eighth graders are at their lowest level in 30 years because of the lockdowns and the learning loss that happened there in the two teachers union focusing on the DEI diversity, equity and inclusion that we're talking about propaganda in the classroom. I mean, at my kids, at my kids school, they were doing pride face paint. I'm like, Watch yourselves. You're in Florida. That's actually illegal to push that stuff on kids. But meanwhile, Maddie, the kids can't read. You make such a great point again. And and this is this 
the situation is particularly bad in, in Oregon. I don't know if you've heard about what's been going on there. Um, well, like you said, we know the public education is failing. Like you said, we continue to break records for the lowest math and reading standardized test scores in years. And Oregon's Board of Education came up with a great solution to this problem. Let's just get rid of standardized test requirements altogether. So for years, Oregon had a pretty sensible graduation requirement for high schoolers in the state. Basic proficiency in, in reading, writing, and math. These are basic skills that we want every high school graduate to have. Um, and these skills were confirmed by a standardized statewide test. Um, these requirements were put on hold during the COVID-19 pandemic to address learning loss with the additional justification that standardized tests are biased against minority students, whatever that means. That's a racist thing to say. That means okay. that's them saying the, the black students are stupid. That's them mm -hmm. saying that. Absolutely. And it's so sad to see. But as a consequence of what's been going on in Oregon, unsurprisingly, the graduation rocket graduation rates have skyrocketed. But basic proficiency in academic skills continues to fall. And conveniently, Oregon just extended this policy through the 2028 school year. But even more disturbing, in my opinion, is that the Oregon Education Association played a role. The union has been extremely critical of standardized tests and helped the, or the state of Oregon develop this legislation that made all of this possible. So I think this is really just another stellar example of how teachers unions don't care about the well-being of students, the success of teachers, and our public school system as a whole. And that's just that's just silly because and and you see the end result. What they want to do in Oregon, L.A., Chicago, they fear a dumb student becomes a Democrat voter later. Exactly. And this, this also hints at one of the um, articles that I've been working on lately regarding the AFT trying to push um, lesson plans about the Black, Black Panthers with the goal of creating student activists. And this story is just crazy. I mean, we've heard Randy Weingarten talk about the importance of teaching honest history. And I mean, I would say this is pretty un un uncontroversial. We all want students to learn factual information about our history. When you actually take a look at these lesson plans that AFT is distributing for teacher use in the classroom, it's really disturbing. And Randy's commitment to honest history looks a little hypocritical. So let me tell you a little bit about this art or about this lesson plan. So a recent AFT lesson plan, the title is, I quote, the Black Panther Party then Black Lives Matter today. And this really serves as a great example of AFT's commitment to this revisionist history that's meant to serve their ideological bias. So I'll give you a little bit of context about the Black Panther Party, if you didn't already, didn't already know. The party was founded in 1966 as a civil rights activist group established to oppose police brutality in the, in the San Francisco Bay Area. But what's unique about the Black Panthers is that they broke away from the nonviolent philosophy of major civil rights leaders at the time, like Dr. King, for example. Instead, the Black Panthers were heavily armed, repeatedly threatened to overthrow the United States government and got into a few quite deadly shootouts with the police in the process. But the AFT wants students to believe that the Black Panthers were the pinnacle of social justice activism. The lesson plan itself invites students to consider connections between the Black Panthers and the modern Black Lives Matter movement and completely disregards the violence that was so core to the Panthers ideology. You know, all this was relatively unsurprising to me when I first saw the lesson plan. I mean, we know um, that there's a, a growing trend that glorifies the Black Panthers. And of course, AFT is going to buy into that. But I really stopped in my tracks when I saw this. The AFT actually suggests that students should be assigned mandatory meetings with local Black Lives Matter activists to, quote, expand on the idea of community action in the fight for, for civil rights. And now I have two questions for AFT. One, why is a teacher's union in the business of encouraging student activism? And two, what happened to Weingarten's Commitment to honest history. Clearly, the AFT's principles go completely out the window when it comes to their left-wing policies and their left-wing ideological agenda. 
We're going to post this uh, article that you wrote on the uh, buffshow.com slash Freedom Foundation website, but you can go to freedomfoundation.com and see it. AFT Black Panther lesson plans encourages student activism. They want them, they want the students to associate with the same kind of people that celebrated Hamas dirt while blood was still in the streets. And they showed the they they posted a picture, Black Lives Matter in Chicago posted a picture of the Hamas guy parachuting in and and talked about free Palestine. That guy parachuted in and chopped the heads off babies. While that was happening, they were celebrating. And that's who they want them associating with. Forget the pornographic books. And that's just downright more evil. Exactly. And it's really indicative of a larger trend within public sector <laughs> labor unions. I mean, they're straying away from key issues related to workplace representation and doubling down on this crazy ideological mess. I mean, this sort of rhetoric really shouldn't have a place in the classroom. And we need to recognize that teachers unions like the AFT have a real, real ideological agenda when it comes to our kids. No, Weingarten said, and you quoted her in the article, teaching America's history requires considering all the facts available to us, including those that are uncomfortable. You think that's uncomfortable when do uh, Black Panthers uh, are involved in the killing of a police officer and one only gets two years for it? What's uncomfortable is the revisionist history. What's uncomfortable is the fake history or the history where you're trying to paint somebody or an organization that's completely off the rails as legitimate. Absolutely. And again, in Randy Weingarten's own words, she argues that, quote, dishonest history erodes the quality of education our children receive. And based on this lesson plan, I think this statement is incredibly hypocritical. I mean, if the AFT really cares about factual history and its necessity within the scope of quality education, the AFT has to take accountability for its own contributions to misleading history in the classroom. And it starts with revising lessons plans like this one that we've been discussing. That's right. Let's wrap up on some good news, though. Miami-Dade teachers, you always got to go to Florida for good news these days. Miami-Dade teachers are considering voting out their union and starting their own independent organization because they want to get politics out of the union and focus on the workplace matters led by educators for educators. This is a teacher-led initiative here. Pretty cool stuff. Yes, very exciting stuff going on in Miami-Dade. Like you said, the, so the United Teachers of Dade represent about 30,000 teachers in the district. And a good number of these teachers have recognized the fact that UTD has, like many teachers unions, prioritized this political agenda over workplace rights. Unfortunately, they've created a new union independent of the national unions that take so much of member dues for political contributions. And that's all in the works. And so Miami-Dade teachers have a, t a decision to make. And I think this is, this is a great example of the value of unions who truly represent local communities instead of all this craziness that we know is going on with the NA NEA and AFT and what they're pushing into our classrooms. Yes, it is. It's quite remarkable. Um, these kids, they're not allowed to celebrate Halloween anymore, not allowed to celebrate Christmas, but they're allowed to celebrate gay all year round, read these pornographic books all year round. And now they, they that wasn't enough. Now we got to go be on the side of Hamas. It's just every time we think that Randy Weingarten and the crew can't get any more disturbed and deviant, it, they they find a way. <laughs> they exactly. find a way. This is so right. And I think that this lesson plan, again, is a great example of just in general, the left's commitment to revisionist, revisionist history. I think it's 
seems like more now more than ever, the left util utilizes these problematic historical figures, ideologies like socialism, communism, the violence of the Black Panther Party to justify their social agenda. And I mean, in this case, the AFT is blatantly justifying the actions of a group that the FBI has labeled a extremist organization. I don't know about you, but that makes no sense to me. And our students need to be aware of the facts. Yeah, they need to be aware of the facts, but I'm glad we saw what we saw in Miami-Dade. So many are walking away. We had a boom in homeschooling. I mean, like you haven't seen before. And uh, it all started with just peering over the shoulder during the lockdowns and seeing what was on that computer. That really started a wave, if you think about it. And now this is them fighting back against that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you said, I think that everything we talked about today just hammers home the fact that our educational system is flawed and that teachers unions do play a significant role. But luckily, the Freedom Foundation is here to help. If you're a public employee, if you know a public employee who's questioning their union membership, you're more than welcome to visit freedomfoundation.com for more information about really what's going on behind the scenes of these teachers unions, but also how we can support you. Yes, indeed. Freedomfoundation.com. And for the teachers, it's optouttoday.com. Maddie, what are you going to be for Halloween? Hmm, I'm going to be a cow. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Is that part of an ensemble with some other people or something? Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for all this great information. Check out Maddie's articles on freedomfoundation.com. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much, Matt. You got it. All right. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. One big final segment to go. You stay with us. Last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original My Pillow, but also the My Pillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, My Slippers, and the My Pillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them. That when you go to mypillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from My pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And remember, just for checking out MyPillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to MyPillow.com now. Don't forget to use promo code BUFF at MyPillow.com. Check it out today. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit OptOutToday.com to learn more. 
Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Check out thebuffshow.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And follow our guests, too, on thebuffshow.com. Just search the guests you want to hear their interview with, and there you go right there. And support our sponsors as well. Click on their links on the website and check us out on Rumble, Getter, Twitter, Twitch, and all your favorite podcasting sites as well. So we're going to go over to a special first-time guest on the Matt Buff Show for our banger last segment tonight. Woodrow Johnson is on the Matt Buff Show. Woodrow Johnson, that sounds like a great name for a president. You could probably do better than uh, Joe Biden. And you're a political strategist and CEO of Revere Solutions. Woodrow, welcome to the show. Great to have you. Matt, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, you know, I got to say, uh, Woodrow Wilson was probably one of the worst presidents we've had, but Joe Biden, it sure is giving him a run for his money. No, yeah, Woodrow, Woodrow w- Wilson is terrible. And uh, so is Johnson, but you're John Stun. So <laughs> you put them both together and two wrongs could make a right. <laughs> yep. All right. Very good. So I noticed that you did a show recently where you talked about the speaker race. And um, did you ever see the fact that it could have ended up the way it did? You know, it was a, it was a possibility. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of political prediction markets. Uh, as a political strategist, it's the closest thing to insider trading for that's legal that I could do. And, and uh, but, you know, uh, Mike Johnson didn't really score well on that for a while. And whoever bet on that made a lot of money. Yeah, they did. And he was more conservative than anybody they put up there. (laughs) Jordan probably was a little bit more, you know, but pretty close. Jim Jordan and him were about the, about pretty close, but, um, you know, Mike Johnson, not afraid to go after the social issues like we played at the beginning of the show. So were you happy with that outcome? I'm, I'm very happy. Uh, and as we could see, the Republican Party is united. Uh, we all, you know, they all voted for him. There's no disunity. In fact, I think that whole disunity thing was overplayed. This is, you know, the, the Democrats are not used to having real debate or having uh, a conversation about and, and being able to discuss different points of views. So whenever they see people not in unison, that's a weird thing for them. Well, you know what I liked about the speaker race is the fact that we had a small civil war between the moderates and the conservatives. And the moderates are actually a smaller part of our party right now. We've been, we've done a good job of eliminating a lot of those guys. But as you can see by those votes and that race, we still got some work to do to clean out the rhinos from, from our party. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll tell you, Matt, my, my problem personally is not with moderates. It's moderates in deep Republican seats. You know, if you're a moderate in a seat that, you know, Joe Biden won, I can kind of understand that. But when you're in a deep R plus 20 seat and you're a moderate uh, Republican, you know, rhino, then I don't understand the point of that at all. Yeah, no, that's a good point, too. You got I guess you got to be a little bit of a moderate to win the seats in New York. And those guys sure came out. But that doesn't mean you have to side with the Democrats on everything or let them get away with everything. Being a moderate means part of you believes in conservative standards. We just don't see that shine from those guys very much. No, you don't. No. So um, you got the Trump flag behind you there for our video viewers. What do you uh, think about all this madness with the court cases? Well, I, you know, Matt, I'm probably not telling you anything you haven't been, you know, you don't already know or, or your audience doesn't realize is that is that the more they come after this president, the more the stronger he gets. Frankly, I, they we're not going, you know, Trump is the nominee. I 
I'm already prepared for that at this point. Uh, you know, I think we've seen, you know, good showing from folks like Vivek, but, uh, you know, the, the anti-Trump forces, if they want to defeat Trump, if that is truly their goal, then they need to unite against one candidate. And even then it probably won't work. No, not at all. I mean, we've got RFK Jr. going third party. Who does that hurt more Republicans or Democrats? I think that hurts uh, Democrats more. While I could see how there are some things that he said that have appealed more to conservatives, you, you know, you, you can't, you cannot underestimate the institutional memory that a Kennedy has uh, with most Americans. With many, yeah, Americans. absolutely. Talk about Revere strategies. What do you guys do there? Well, we help uh, Republicans, mostly conservatives, across the country win elections. What are some of your big success stories? Well, you know, uh, I and, and we're, we're new. I actually worked at McShane LLC. I just recently left them on great terms. Uh, Rory McShane has been a mentor of mine. I, I'm proud to say that when I started with Rory, it was me and him in his garage. And uh, since then, we've had we've won 55 awards, been a part of uh, over 157 election victories everywhere from, you know, uh, from gubernatorial <laughs> stuff to state, you know, to school board. And so it's hard to pick any individual one victory, but uh, it was a it was a great ride, and he's been a great mentor to me. He continues to be today. That's right. Let's talk about the future elections. Stealing elections is truly disenfranchising to voters. You hear Democrats always talking about disenfranchising voters. When you steal their vote and give it to somebody else, that's disenfranchising a voter. I see a lot on your Twitter page. I want everybody to follow Woodrow on his Twitter page, twitter.com slash Liberty Woody. And uh, you got a lot of great candidates on there. How can we get people excited about what's going on with the candidates if they feel like their vote might be in jeopardy? Well, you know, I, I think that we, 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 we can't change the rules of the game until we, until we're the managing the game. Right. I mean, and the reality is, uh, you know, there's always been voter fraud and there probably always will be some degree of it. And we need to do whatever we can to uh, make sure the rules are fair. And in order to make the, sure the rules are fair, we need to we need to win elections. Yes, we do. Yeah, that's right. And I just tell you, it's tough to it's tough to decipher. Do I play the game or do I try to change the rules before we get there on a state level? Or do we go ballot the harvest the heck out of people too? It's just like the movie. Yeah. Uh, That's the answer. Just, yes, all yeah. <laughs> It's just like the movie Gangs of New York. Get up! It's time to vote. Get them out. Drag them out. And you only voted once. Get back in there. Yeah, hundred percent. But like I said, you know, uh, the other side's fighting. We can't lay down and just take it. Yeah, that's right. So Woodrow Wilson, uh, Johnston, I almost called you Wilson again. Sorry. I've never had a Woodrow on the show before. <laughs> Just going to call you Woody from now. How can people follow you and get involved? Well, I appreciate you plugging my Twitter. It's, you know, li at Liberty Woody. Uh, there's plenty of, uh, you know, great conservative candidates. I always recommend everyone, please, you know, volunteer for your local candidates whenever you can. Uh, you can find me on most social media, on Instagram. I'm real Woodrow Johnston on Facebook. I'm Liberty Woody. You Google Woodrow Johnston, you'll find a negative article about me somewhere, but you'll also find my website about me as well. Yes, indeed. Now, who are some of your favorite candidates coming up for 2024? Uh, you know, right now I'm, I'm looking at Elizabeth Helgeline in, in Nevada three. I'm, you know, obviously I'm, I'm biased because I live here in Las Vegas and that's my home district. If you guys um, saw her picture, you'd be looking at her too. 
but, uh, <laughs> I digress, but go ahead. You know, I, I mean, I, I think uh, Anna Paulina Luna in Florida, she also posed in Maxim magazine. And, you know, I think we could use another conservative Maxim model in there. Uh, and the and more, the better, more, the better. Hey, <laughs> exactly. And, and then we also have, uh, just next district over, uh, you know, Lieutenant Colonel David Flippo, he's running for congressional district four. Uh, they're both really great candidates, conservatives, Republicans, and, uh, you know, uh, and the, you know, the establishment is, is, you know, in particular, they're very scared of Elizabeth, but I think that, uh, you know, I encourage your listeners to take a look at candidates like them across the country because, uh, we have to take our country back. Yes, we do. Absolutely. And it's just one person at a time, one voter at a time. And it's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. But we'll be there for the whole thing. Woodrow Johnson, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. God bless you. Everybody check him out. Twitter.com slash Liberty Woody. Keep up the great work, man. Thank you, Matt. All right. God bless you. All right. That's it. I mean, that's our Halloween special in a nutshell. I tell you what, it's just remarkable of everything that we're seeing. And we've had some, not just great guests tonight, but getting into the deep issues that you don't hear on the news, like we did with Freedom Foundation and everything like that. It's just remarkable how our country is going down the toilet. It's a scary world out there. We poke a little fun of it on the Halloween special, but man, people are in trouble, not just financially, but with the crime and the border, and we got to get it together. And what you saw in the Republican House was actually quite remarkable. It was quite remarkable how you saw a mini civil war. We're going to get it right. And we're not going to go with the status quo and see our bills anymore. Matt Gates did the right thing. He got McCarthy out of there, made a lot of people nervous because they're too scared of looking bad. But I think the voters out there are really impressed when they see conservatives who are elected actually work on behalf of the people. And now you have Mike Johnson as speaker, which is a great thing across the board. So that's it on the Matt Buff Show for this Halloween special. You guys stay smart out there. We'll see you next time. 